Big Mike here with Hayes Entertainment. Today's episode, we got NHL legend Matthew Barnaby. If you like what we're doing, hit the subscribe button. This guy's a talker. If you're looking for a mug, perhaps a hoodie, head on over to IOnlyTouchGreatness.com. Uh, Matthew Barnaby, 15-year uh, vet in the NHL. Love these fucking guys. I'm coming up on Only Touch Greatness podcast. <laughs> Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. I only touch greatness podcast. Confrontational on the boards. They had a few words. And some vicious stick swing. And then Rob Ray and Matthew Barbie dropped the gloves. And so much for friendships. And there's the smile. are taking over the podcast scene in Vancouver. Get down or lay down. He's talking as he goes along. He's talking to anybody else that wants him. Please plant one right on his kisser. Please. Uh-oh. He's tight. He's terrific. Look at him. Oh, oh, he's so easy to hate. The number one sports podcast in Vancouver with Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. Roll it up and fire it up. Touch Greatness podcast with Ryan Hayes and Big Mike. We are going live. There he is. There he is. Hey, bro. How are you? Good. How you doing? Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. All right, good. Perfect. I'm Ryan, by the way, and this is Big Mike you've been talking to. Yeah, awesome. Thanks for for coming on. I appreciate it. Wait, cheers. Wait, let me uh, get you both on. Okay. Do you want? Is that better like that or horizontal? Uh, honestly, horizontal. The other way would be better, but yeah. Yeah, there you go. Is that better? Yeah, it's better on yeah. my end, yeah. Awesome. Perfect. Thanks for taking the time for us today. No, no problem. Glad it worked out. Yeah, so were we. We were mighty surprised. A little short notice, but hey, it worked out. Well, that's perfect. Yeah, we... Uh, Tried to have you on one other time before. I don't know if you remember with Rob Ray and Brad May. We're supposed to be the same time. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. Did it work out well with them, though? Yeah, no, everything oh, yeah. worked yeah. out. That was good. good. We, got some, we got some dirt on you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm ready. 
I'm ready. <laughs> All righty. Like, there's a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, shoot. Yeah, uh, we'll get started here. Born in Ottawa, what was childhood like? Uh, childhood was great. Uh, I'm from a single-parent family, so I'm, I'm – uh, I don't want to say a, 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 a degenerate, but I, I'm, a, I'm a kid that grew up um, – just trying to find his way. Uh, honestly, I loved hockey, loved all sports, uh, football, baseball, soccer, loved it all. Um, but uh, growing up in Ottawa, it was, it was awesome. Great friends. Uh, we we're all big hockey players and being in Canada, obviously uh, was, was kind of our, our model, but uh, no, I'm very fortunate. Had a great childhood. Was there another sport that you played that you were like really good at or? I, I was probably a better baseball player than anything. Okay. If I had to be like really honest, I, I played football. I was a quarterback. I was really small as a kid. I didn't grow till I was like 17, 18 years old. Um, so, you know, football wasn't my calling at all. I loved it. I've been an NFL fan for years and years, New York Jets fan, like through and through. I know that sucks. Like that's <laughs> like the epitome of, of a loser. But I, I, if we get to Sean Watson, different story. Uh, but Fuck, baseball, I, feel you, I, I feel your pain. I'm a Bengals fan. I'm right with oh. you. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you, because Andy Dalton has cost me more money than any person in this world in my betting in my betting life, and I, I do it for a living now. But that guy's cost me more money than anyone in my life. Uh, but I, I was a really good shortstop, a uh, good pitcher. Not good enough now that I have friends like Ryan Dempster that played for the Cubs in one World Series and Kevin Millar. I, I've played baseball with them after life, yeah. uh, current life. Uh, but I was a really good baseball player, but certainly I made the right choice. And Dempster's a Absolutely. good kid from, from around here too because we're all from Vancouver. So Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Great dude. Yeah. Great dude. Okay. Um, did you have any nicknames? I'm sure you had a hundred of them. And uh, was 36 your favorite number and why? Um, my favorite number growing up, honestly, was like 7, 14. Uh, I went to junior, I got 14. And I, I wanted, like, I always loved 9 or 7. But I, I got to Buffalo. Uh, well, first, uh, I got to junior. To me, it wasn't about the NHL. It was about making junior. And I, I was fortunate enough. I was a small kid at 14, 15, 16. So to make junior, I was there and they gave me the number 14. I was like, oh, fuck. Cool. I got a number 14. I'm fucking, I, I made it. I'm here. Bullport, Quebec City. We're, we're all good. I get to Buffalo and I'm not thinking about making the team. I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm just trying to survive. And at a training camp, I get the number 36 and I make the team. I'm like, all right, cool. 36, not really, I have no identification to the number at all. I, I like nine, I like 14, whatever it may be. But at that time, nine was taken by Victor Gordiak. The other numbers two were retired. I was like, ah, 36. So Victor Gordiak doesn't make the team the next year. And they're like, do you want number nine? And I'm like, fuck yeah, I, I really like number nine. Like, I love the number. Now, I always identified myself as a skill guy because I scored growing up and in junior, but realized once I got there and Pat LaFontaine and Alexander McGillney, I wasn't going to be a skilled guy, but I still love the number nine. Then I was like, you know what? 
so many guys, so many people bought my jersey with the number 36 <laughs> on it. I'm like, fuck, I'm sticking with 36. I'll, I'll make 36 a number. And you know what? Now that I, now, now that I have it, I love it. And my son's funny because my son wears the number nine now, which is my number, what I loved, but it's three, three plus six. I know you guys aren't great at math. You're from Western Canada. You're all good. Hey, we're the good side of Canada. <laughs> yeah, you're not in lockdown. That's oh, right. Yeah, exactly. We don't even have snow. <laughs> Smart bastards. Yeah. Hey, uh, how many fights have you been in in practice? Uh, practice, I, I, I'd say NHL, probably five. Okay. Maybe six. Junior, probably 10 total. And they're not bad. Like, I, I, I watch people talk about fights and practice and them have their opinions. It, it, it's emotion, right? Like, when you lose, like, multiple games in a row, you get upset. You get angry. You, you want to win. So, I always watch and I, I view the media point of view saying, oh, my God, there must be a problem within luck. No, it, it's just guys wanting to be competitive. So, I fought with my best friends, Rob Ray and Brad May. Yep. Marty LaPointe in Chicago, they mean nothing. They, they, they mean that you really care about your team in, 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 at the end of the day, in my opinion. Well, yeah. hey, Ryan, let, let's hope that our Canucks have a fight in practice pretty quick here because we're in trouble. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have my boy Justin Bailey. Yeah. We do. We do. Yeah. What do you, you know? What, what can you tell us about Bailey? I love I love JB. I uh, so his mom grew up. He he's from Buffalo. He was born on July first, nineteen ninety five. Only because I know that because it was July fourth, and we were all hammered when we came home from the bar. And uh, <laughs> the next day, she gave birth to to Justin. Um, but awesome kid, good player, six four, can skate, can shoot, and I'm really impressed with being out and not playing as many games as he'd like early on in the season to watch him. He should be in a fucking NHL lineup every day of the week, twice on Sundays. Yeah. Like he, 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 he's good enough to play in the league. I don't care for what team and especially Vancouver. He should be in that lineup. He's been very good the last two days. Should have scored on the two on one yeah. yesterday, but you know, that happens, but he's a really good player. Good. Great. Yeah. Kid. Anyway. I, I love it. I love his energy and I love his competitiveness. He's a, he's going to be a good player. We just got to give him the right opportunity. And like, we can't have him Absolutely. sitting in the bubble. Oh, and he, he was really nice when I met him a couple weeks back down there at training camp. I went down to training camp just to see if I could meet some people to get him on the podcast and ran into him. And he took the time to sit there and talk and chat with me for a few minutes. And it was great. Good kid. Yeah. He, he, he's a great kid. The family's, great uh he's great with younger kids and you just need a chance you need to evolve into your role and he's still young like we we put so much we, we watch the petersons and the hughes and they develop at 20 years old 19 years old like that's not realistic like these kids need time to develop he's a really good player i hope I, I hope he gets a chance with vancouver if not he's gonna get a chance with someone else i hope it's with vancouver he, he's a great kid and can help him no, absolutely. At this point, he's got to be better than Vertanen, <laughs> and costs a lot less. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, growing up, who did you uh, look up to or try and play like? You won't believe this. 
you guys are too young, by the way, but Matt's Naslin. Do you remember the name? Yeah, of course. I do, 100%. Played for the number Canadians. Yeah, number 26, Montreal Canadiens. A small Swede. Like I said, I, I always identified myself as um, as an offensive guy, and I always, always was as a kid. I, I don't think I had the elite skill as I, as I developed through. I scored in junior, 111 points in junior, but it's junior. There's a big difference between scoring in junior and scoring minor hockey and, and scoring in the pros. I arrived in McGillney and Howardchuck and, and Pat LaFontaine. Those were our guys, and you realize, holy fuck, these guys are <laughs> fucking good, man. Like They're a lot better than I am. Uh, <laughs> but w- when I was a kid, I identified as, as a skill guy. I think we all do. We, we all want to emulate someone that scores, right? So for me, it was Matt Aslan. I was born in 1973. My brother was a huge Montreal Canadiens fan. And I loved him. I, I loved the way they announced his name when he scored. I loved the skill that he played. My favorite line growing up, as, as, as non-patriotic as it is, being Canadian, my favorite line I've ever watched play is the KLM line from, from Russia. Krutov, Larionov, and Makarov. I, I grew up idolizing these guys, just watching the skill level they had. Um, even watching them as a Canadian, I was like, wow, they're fucking good. So uh, I've always identified like that, even though I didn't have it. Uh, certainly love that style of game. Okay, okay. Did you have any rituals? Uh, yeah, I, I, I guess I did. I, I, I'd say... For me, it wasn't a ritual. It was more a creature of habit. And if that makes a difference, either which way, always put everything on the right, right skate, right leg, right arm before the left. But I don't think it was like, it wasn't like I was like, oh, fuck. If I, if I put my left skate on first, I'm going to have a bad game. I was never that guy. Now, I watched several guys <laughs> that did that. And they're like mentally fucked if they, if they did anything <laughs> out, out of the norm. To me, it wasn't, oh, my God, I have to have my coffee at 5.02. I have to have this. No, I, I just, a creature of habit. I, I was just, I got to the rink really early. I was always the first guy. If I was the second guy there, did it ruin my game? No, not at all. I just prepared it, you know, the same way and different time, and I went about my business uh, the, the exact same way. So no, no rituals, just probably creature of habit. Okay. okay. What was Kasparitis like in the dressing room? We had him on last week, and he, your name came up a few times as well. And uh, he was telling some good stories. Can you tell us a good one about him? Well, he married a stripper. <laughs> First and foremost, he married and probably divorced a stripper. I don't even know the end story, but I, la- I, I love Casper. He was a uh, fuck. He was fearless. Um, crazy playing against him first and, and foremost you always knew where he was right like he knew he was going to come across he's going to try to hurt you and he played hard uh playing with him and i played with him in pittsburgh i played with him in new york both times he's a great teammate he will do anything for anyone now i'm talking teammates coaches training staff people that work in the building, whatever you want, he will do for them. That's how good a guy he is. Uh, he was just a great hockey player, a first round pick. So many great stories, so many funny stories on him. But uh, I, I, I just love, I just love being around him 
honestly. He was always fun, uh, yeah. whether we were yeah. on the road and he gave up drinking. He'd come out with us, uh, whatever it may be, and, and we'd laugh. Uh, here's what I can tell you, always about him. He played hard. He never cheated the game. And he was a, he was a great teammate, um, first and foremost. What was your favorite road city? Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, LA? Wow. No, they're all in Canada. Are you yeah. kidding? The Roxy in Vancouver? Yeah. The Roxy in Vancouver. If you can't get laid at the Roxy in Vancouver, <laughs> something's, something's wrong. Uh, Montreal, Vancouver, and Canada. By far. Like, Roxy on Sunday nights? Yeah. Country night? Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Is that any good? Oh, yeah. Um, the, the West Coast, like, you go L.A., Anaheim, San Jose, you love that, too. Because you, your wife's packing your clothes. She's with your two kids. Miserable. And you're getting on a plane to go play three games in, in California. And you're, <laughs> you're FaceTiming her from dinner at Unbelievable Steakhouse, 80 degrees at night at 10 o'clock at night. You're FaceTiming her from breakfast, 90 degrees in the morning. Like, it, it's unbelievable. And when you get home, you're like, I don't want to go home. Like, I'm miserable. My wife hates me because I've been, you come <laughs> home with a tan. You're like, no, no, I, I got to have a nap. <laughs> and you have a burn in your face because you're fucking sunburned. Like, <laughs> awesome. So, Vancouver, Montreal, and the West Coast Swing. Fuck, Ryan, you got to start going to the Roxy more often. You might have a chance with that beak. I know, shit. I got, I got mine's been crooked. I did a little too much talking when I should have been listening back in the day. <laughs> good we times, him at, good times. Yeah, that's had, exactly it. We had him and Tim Hunter on, and they were having a nose battle. Yeah. It, it wasn't I, very I, good. I can't see the beak far enough from here, but you know what? It, 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 it's a little larger than your microphone. So, oh, shit. Well, I can't see past your bald head either. Well, that's okay. We can handle it. Rob, Rob Ray was giving me shit, too, because the one time I, I – actually, the Rob Ray episode, I showed up dressed as Don Cherry because I dress up as Don Cherry as a, my gimmick, and I go to Canuck games and stuff, so – Rob Ray, oh, yeah? in, Rob Ray led into me pretty good that for that night when we showed up dressed as Don Cherry. Yeah, raises Ray, raises a beauty. Yeah, oh, Mike, sh shoot the uh, Barnaby story that uh, Ray told us. Uh, yeah, I'll get there in a sec. I was going to say take you back to the draft first, nineteen ninety two, when he went eighty third overall to the Buffalo Sabers. Yeah, it was it was it was a crazy time then because I I just like I like I said I I, I never I I never thought about the NHL. I thought about junior. Like I, I really I I dreamed about playing the NHL, but I wasn't like oh my god, I'm I'm going to get there. I, I was a late developer, so it all it all like snuck up on me. If that makes sense. Yep. Um, as we got closer to the draft, I was like, okay, I'm talking to teams. I'm talking to Buffalo, Chicago, Detroit. I'm talking to a bunch of teams. And I'm like, oh, I think I have a fucking chance of going here. So then the list comes out, right? Like you're, you're reading the paper. It's not, it's pre-internet. Like you're, you, er, er, everything's in the paper. And, and, and a list comes out and I'm like, 
oh, fuck, I'm raided. I call my parents. I'm like, I better get a fucking agent. <laughs> like, <laughs> I actually might get drafted. So we go through the whole process and, and whatever. I, I was an okay player in junior at that point when I, when I got drafted. I think I had 65, 66 points, a lot of penalty minutes uh, that year. And I met with a bunch of teams. And being in Montreal, I grew up in Ottawa, an hour and a half away from there. I played junior in Montreal my last year. I was like, fuck, this is, this is pretty cool. The day before the draft, I knew I was going to get drafted. I didn't know a round. I could go from second to the seventh to whatever it was. Uh, but I remember just walking in with my parents, with my mom and my brother and my grandmother, and, and just knowing, like, my life's going to change today. And it was, it was, it was pretty cool. I don't want to tear up here, but like it, it was, it was, it was pretty fucking cool walking into a rink knowing that two years earlier, I, I got drafted last overall in, in junior. And I'm going to be drafted in the NHL today. And I, I, I was way more confident that I was going to be drafted in the NHL than I was in junior a couple of years earlier. That was the coolest part of the whole, whole thing was, not that I made it. I did, didn't think I made it in any w which shape or form. But I knew I was going to be drafted. I knew my life was going to change. Um, and I actually knew I belonged in the NHL more than I actually thought I could make junior, which is, which is crazy to say because I tell it all the time. And, and people are like, you thought you could make – yeah, I thought I could make NHL more than I could make junior. I thought I was more ready – as a as a as a you know physical body and, and specimen or or my growth had grown so much more in those couple of years so probably the greatest day of my life was that draft in 1992 okay okay yep. uh take me back yeah go ahead Ryan. okay do you have a favorite piece of sports memorabilia and is it that it looks like a hole in one flag behind you it is, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I try to because I suck so bad at golf right now. I'm fucking terrible. Um, but yeah, that's my first hole in one flag. I have two hole in ones. I play golf a lot. I play. I play golf a lot. Um, uh, my favorite piece of memorabilia. I have a lot of memorabilia. That's what I. I've always collected. So I've. I've always had almost. I don't want to say everything signed to my kids. But I have a lot signed to my kids. I you, you can't see it right now, but I have Bobby Orr picture, which is one of my favorites. Uh, my hundredth goal with the Rangers. This obviously, this is St. Andrews. Yeah. I shot seventy six at, at St. Andrews. Um, over there, I got Gretzky, McDavid, Mario, and Yager right beside each other over there. That's and sweet. my two favorite pieces are. Tiger and Jordan. I have uh, all the Tiger, um, not all the Tiger, but Tiger and Jordan on their on their Wheaties commercials. I have Tiger at um, St. Andrews on the 18th hole. All my Tiger stuff, all my Jordan stuff are all my favorite stuff. I'm, I'm a big, big golfer. Yeah. Uh, my hockey stuff, I have over 300 sticks. I have over 300 jerseys. Uh, my golf stuff and my Jordan stuff are my, my prized possessions. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember, remember Rob Ray had all the sticks in the background, Mike. Yeah. He has, he has thousands yeah. of sticks. Hey, funny. We talk about this actually. 
Um, a teammate of yours, Dominic Hasek. I heard he was a complete dick when it came to signing autographs for people back in the day. And uh, I heard a story that uh, somebody I know actually asked him for his autograph. He said, no, he walked away. And I had heard Rob Ray actually threaten him, go fucking sign that right now. And he went back, signed it. And supposedly he had a two autograph rule for his own teammates as well. Is that true? Well, he's just a dick in general, to tell you the <laughs> okay. truth. Like, okay. He's just a dick. Greatest goaltender to ever live. Like, yeah. To me, you can take Patrick Waugh, Marty Brodeur, you can take fucking all of them. I combine them. I don't give a fuck. He's the best to ever live. That's how good he was. As yep. a person, he's a douche. He's a bad, <laughs> bad guy. Uh, so I know Rob Ray did that. He had his own rules about, I never asked him for an autograph. As he's the best goaltender of all time, I'll never have anything, anything of his signing in my fucking house. I can fucking <laughs> promise you that in my life. Uh, but great goaltender, absolutely. He was why our teams were so successful. Uh, but, yeah, he, he's a douchebag. How did okay. that, that picture, the shower picture, where you guys were all in the shower, right, Mike? You know what I'm talking yeah. about? The one that was posted in my, in my yeah. um, story. In the flyer. Yeah, what was that, that all about? about? The shower one where I did like a thousand push-ups before the photo shoot. <laughs> yeah, that must so be So my one. arms and chest look great. Yeah, it must be that one. <laughs> yeah, my, my girlfriend. That, that was like Sports Illustrated. And they wanted to do a, a photo shoot and whatever it was. Like we had a rope thing where tough guys got a robe. So I, I was trying to get my robe. Um, so Sports Illustrated did a whole photo shoot with Brad May, Rob Ray, and Dominic because he got a robe. Only got to not get a robe or only got to get a robe because of who he was, not because of fighters. but And he deserved it. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it was a funny – but the funny thing was that whole thing was I, I, I was like, fuck, I got to do push-ups. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm down like doing like a thousand push-ups right before the photo shoot. So I was jacked and I'm actually going to hang it right up here. Uh, Cause the photo looks great, but it looks <laughs> nothing like me. Nothing. Like <laughs> <me>. <laughs> uh, can you tell us a good story about May Ray and Dixon Ward? Um, I loved watching you guys all play back in the day. Even though we were Canucks fans, you guys were fucking entertaining for, to watch, that's for sure. Yeah, all, all, all three guys, great guy. Dixon Ward was very underrated. Um, his son's doing great at uh, Nebraska-Omaha. Great, great little player. Uh, played under him over all the years. Taylor, Taylor is a great, great player, and I follow all these guys. Um, Dixon, like I said, very underrated. Played on a great line with Vakla Verada and Mike Pekka was big and, and instrumental on our teams. Uh, why we had success, big reason was those guys. They did an amazing job of, of checking and, and pursuing, also scoring. But he's underrated talent, really underrated, talented guy, great passer, great penalty killer, uh, was, was a very big part of our team. Rob, one of the toughest guys I've ever seen in my life. I, I played with him seven years, seen him fight all the heavies, haven't seen him lose too many fights. Uh, maybe saw him lose four or five in the amount of times that he fought Tony twist. Yeah. George the rock. Uh, but like when you, when you talk about the amount of guys that he fought and I fought him so many times in, in practice and, and training camps 
and watch him, all the respect. Like, he, he's a great dude, super tough, would stand up for everyone. And Brad May is one of my best friends in the world. Um, he's either going to fucking knock you out or he's going to get knocked out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we. That, that's, that, that, that's the way he lives. And uh, he's a great dude. He's a great family guy. Uh, I, I, I just love all, all those guys because I know what every which one of those guys, Rob, Brad, and Dixon, had to do to get to the NHL and stay there and stay on top and do what they do. And, and the people that they are, not, not only for the NHL and, and hockey, but for charity in general. I know all those guys do more post-career than probably – we even envisioned in, in doing in our life in the NHL, like it's such a small scale, right? Like you play in the NHL for eight or 10 years or 15 years, whatever the number is. Um, and you're retired 35 years old and you're like, Oh fuck. Now what do I do? Now do I watch those guys and what they do post career makes me even more proud because they're great guys. Yeah. And we had Dixon Ward on a couple of weeks ago as well. And uh, and then Brad May, of course, he's great. He tells oh, tons of tons of stories. We meet him at the hockey fights, homeless out here, and we go to the events and all the alumni events. And oh, he's he tells, a fucking beauty. He's yeah, a beauty. And what a, what a guy! A what a guy to crush a beer with. I mean, you yeah. could sit there for hours and listen to those stories. He's too fat. He doesn't drink beer anymore. He drinks tequila. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, he was having beers that day at the uh, hockey fights homeless event. Uh, if you could sit down for dinner with somebody else famous, uh, who would it be? Wow, that's that's a tough one to throw on me. Um, Have you ever met famous. Tiger and Michael Jordan? No, no. Um, that's a great question. I've never been. So I, I, I've, I've never been enthralled by other sports figures. Okay. If, if that makes sense. Sports. Yeah. Doesn't have to be sports. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah, I, I always... I, eat... I, I, I would say Tiger. Tiger is my favorite athlete of all time. Okay. Um, yeah, I, 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 would say, I, I would say Tiger just from a sports point of view I, i've had dinner with michael um great guy awesome to be around tiger i guess would i'm just i i guess i'm, I'm not that guy yeah, um, yeah, yeah. i'd rather hang out with with you guys or or my buddies and i i'd rather have 20 guys around a bonfire or yeah, fucking yeah, play golf and drop the ball down and and play that that that's just me i i don't get enthralled with with athletes or politicians or that's that that's just me. I'd rather fucking that's drop a bottle of vodka and fucking ninety beers <laughs> and a bonfire and let's play golf and we'll have a great time. Yeah, it sounds Absolutely. like our weekend. <laughs> sounds like our weekend over here as well. <laughs> My answer to that one is always usually Seth Rogan or uh, Hulk Hogan, but Yeah. Because I like to smoke one with Seth Rogan and sit there and listen to his stories. I've never done a drug. No, Never? Never. Everyone always says, oh, my God, you have to. You're fucking crazy. You have to have done cocaine or this. I'm like, I've never – I love Coors Light. I love vodka. I love – but I've never done a drug. So now that it's legal, I, I should fucking roll one up and yeah. let's roll. <laughs> yeah. Roll, yeah. Uh, Darren McCarty's got enough for the whole NHL. 
<laughs> I love you. Uh, hey, he cut me open for 28 stitches. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, Take I, you, yeah go ahead, Mike. I was just going to say, taking back to your first goal and your first fight in the NHL, if you still got the puck. Uh, my puck is with my brother. Okay. I gave it to my, my, my brother when I scored my first NHL goal and they, they framed it. So I, so I, I gave it to them and he has it, uh, in his house. Um, I, I don't, I have one thing of my own hung in my house and that's the hundredth goal, uh, puck over to the other side. Um, uh, I, I'm just not vain that way. I just, okay. Yeah, I, I don't hate any of my own shit. I like my kid's stuff. My, my kid's a player, and I, I hang his stuff. But no, I, I, I don't have any of my own shit fucking hung. It's all in boxes in the back. I got everyone's <laughs> fucking shit hung except for mine. Yeah. <laughs> that was a Kelly. Rudy was saying that, how he had the whole uh, C-SPAN container full of stuff that he hasn't been into <laughs> yeah. in years, and he just wishing his, fam- or his daughters might give it away one day. Yeah, it's it, it it it's funny, right? Like you, you become so consumed about yourself and your playing. You wanna, you wanna do so much, and you, you you're proud of all your shit. And then you retire, and you're like, okay, now I have my son's twenty two. My he's a hockey player. My my daughter's nineteen, and I'm like, fuck. I love Wayne Gretzky. I love Tiger Woods. And I'm like, fuck. I have no. My girlfriend asked me all the time. She goes. Why don't we hang this shit of yours? We have jerseys. And I'm like, ah, I'm not taking Wayne Gretzky's down. I can tell you that. <laughs> I'm not taking Tigers down. Like, whatever. So I have this stuff that hopefully, hopefully, my kids will hang in their house at yeah. some time. I'll probably be long gone. But, uh, yeah, I don't hang any of my own shit. Okay. Mike? You got to, yeah, you got to play for a couple teams in your career. Um, do any stick out more than the other? I take good and bad from, from everyone. I, I love Buffalo. I was a young kid, right? 19 years old, 20 years old, turning pro. Great fan base. Go to Pittsburgh. Unbelievable. I go to Tampa Bay. I'm with John Torrelli. He doesn't like me as a player, not, not as a person. He's a great, great guy. Uh, I think he wears on people as, as, as a coach, but, I go to New York, fucking loved it there. Yeah. Uh, so my first three out of four years, I, I played in Buffalo, Pittsburgh, New York. Like, I was spoiled. Like, I, I unbelievable. Like, how can you complain? It, it was awesome. Making good money, playing awesome fan bases. It was incredible. I have to have a shout-out, though. Uh, playing in Colorado was incredible. Joe Sackick, mm-hmm. Peter Forsberg, Paul Correa. My roommate was Timo Solani, Rob Blake. Like, how 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 awesome! Yeah. As you're getting a little older into your career, so I was very fortunate. All places are, are awesome. Uh, great time everywhere, but uh, those four were pretty incredible. In in New York, did you play with Pavel Bury or Theo Fleury? Play with both of them. Yeah, I thought so. Right. The, Theo probably wouldn't have re- remembered playing with me. He was a little fucked up then. <laughs> he, he was a little fucked up then. Pavel was awesome. Uh, my roommate was Eric Lindros. Yeah. Yager was there. I mean, Brian Leach, Mark Messier was my center. Peter Nedved. Like, 
I can go on and on and on. The Hall of Famers that I played with on that team. We, we just had too many cooks in the kitchen. Uh, spent money in the wrong places. Bobby Holik, absolutely loved. Uh, it was a great time in my life. We just didn't have success, which is sad because we had great guys and great talent. That that That's the saddest part of playing in New York is we were really good. Really, really good. And great guys. Absolutely. Uh, take me back to that brawl in 96 against the Flyers when you uh, got checked and you laid down there and then got poked a couple times <laughs> from snow and then pumped his lunch. <laughs> yeah, I knew he was going to come over. I, you know, I, I, I battled against Snowy earlier on. Um, we, we played against him. He was with Cornwall the year before. I was with Rochester in, in the minors. So I knew Snowy. Uh, awesome dude. I played with him in Pittsburgh a, a couple of years after. Uh, but certainly, I told my trainer at the time, he's going to come over. Fucking just watch out. I'm going to jump up and I'm going to fucking pound the fuck out of him. And for you, you don't get very often where you have a five on five and you're alone with a goaltender. Yeah. Snowy, I won this one. We're all good. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mike, do the uh, story. Oh, yeah. The, we want to hear this story about you throwing a skate at some TV in the dressing room. Wow. Was that Rob or Brad? That told you? <laughs> yeah, that's the Rob Ray story. <laughs> that's the Rob Ray one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's a, that, that's a good one. Not many, know, not many people know that story. <laughs> okay, but I asked to be traded, and it went back and forth, and I want to be traded. I, I just had enough, and I, I – uh, again – Ted Nolan, different coach, whatever, which way. But I I, I had asked to be traded. And our coach, Lindy Ruff, had come in, in the room the next day, weeks after, whatever, we had battles. And he challenged me in the room, and I, I fucking stood up, and I was like, I want to be trucking traded. Like, I want to be traded. So whatever, I got in a fight with an argument with him, and he said, get the fuck out of the room, and, I want to be traded. And I looked at Rob and I, I questioned him on a story that had been told and me and Rob got in a little bit of a fight and whatever. Well, I picked up a fucking skate <laughs> and it's not like flat screen, right? Like we're talking 1998, <laughs> 97. Yeah. And, One I of those dinosaurs. And, I and I fucking heave it. It's a fucking, and it fucking sticks right in the fucking tube. <laughs> Now, we're getting ready to go on the ice. And everyone's standing there like, what the fuck is going on? Like, what? Like, the coaches are looking around and players and Rob. And all of a sudden, I fucking pick up my skates. I walk out of the room and I go to the GM's office. I guess, because I wasn't there. But they all sat around watching the TV with my skate in it. <laughs> and comes comes to fruition that I didn't get traded that year Ended up having my best playoff year ever, 13 points, like 15 games. But it was funny because I did throw my skate right through a fucking TV right in the <laughs> middle of the wall. That will be in the book. I have a book coming out. Okay. And that will be in the book. That's one of the one of the best stories that not a lot of people know about. <laughs> okay. Right. I, I feel privileged to know that one. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> so did you, have to, did you have to replace the TV or what? They told me uh, to replace it. I said, I'll replace it when you trade me. And then they <laughs> trade me. I didn't replace it. 
I said, fuck off. (laughs) (laughs) Spent the rest of the season watching it with the skate in it. Exactly. (laughs) The, uh, well, what are you doing with Bet ninety nine now? And uh, what'd you ta- who'd you take on the Super Bowl? I lost on the Super Bowl. I, I had both both losers. I had Kansas City, and I had the the over. Uh, yeah, t- it was it was tough. Uh, Mahomes was running for his life. He was terrible. Thank God we've had the Edmonton Oilers against the Ottawa Senators two games in a row. <laughs> They've paid back that. More and more than I can ever imagine. Twenty units in the last two days, so so we're all good. But Bet ninety nine, it's a Canadian company a betting app. Like if you, if you like to bet, it's awesome. It's a great app. Um, I love working with them. I love to bet games, football, basketball. I, I do it all. If you like to bet, it's a great company uh, to deal with. It's an all Canadian company, so I'm very fortunate to be able to. Do what I do and have a partnership with them as well. Yeah, I do what's a the lot. Bar- what's the Barnaby code? Barnaby thirty six, all lowercase. Okay. Uh, we'll match up to up to six hundred dollars. Okay, oh, okay. I'm writing her down right here. Get her yeah. done. Yeah, I uh, I do a lot of gambling online. I've been using Bet three sixty five, but now I'm going to switch to Bet ninety nine because that's where the everything Come on goes. Over. At. Yep. Come on over. They're they're they're. Awesome company either way. There's, there's a lot of good companies, and I, I'm just very privileged to work with a good company. And I give my picks out every day. I'm not paid to bet one way or another. I bet mine, and they love what I do. And I bet, and we're watching fucking right now, is I like basketball as well. I think it's the easiest to bet. Hockey's, hockey's, everyone says hockey's really hard, but if you watch the trends, it's not that hard. Yeah, I, I, is, find, um, I find big. Sorry. Hang on, Mike. I, uh, yeah. I, uh, in basketball, when I bet on basketball, I always bet for the tie because most games are within three points. Yeah. So I, I'm a big under guy. I'm a big under guy in basketball. Um, hockey, I, I rotate all over the place only because I probably know it more than anything. And I try to feel every aspect, whether it's puck line, money line, under, over. Um, and then just watching this year, especially in watching how teams have to play back to back in three and four, four and seven, like it's a big difference this year. Yeah. Now, can you bet, uh, can you bet single games on that one? Or is it just like the Canadian, other Canadian ones that you can't bet a single game? No, you can bet a single game. You can bet whatever you want. Yeah. As long as you're in Canada, uh, you can use bet 99. And okay, Mike, yeah, because I know, I know, I know, like play now. You have to like a parlay. You have to do a two game parlay or something like that. There's no, a minimum. So, no. okay. No. And is there you? Is there UFC on Bet ninety nine? Yep, yep. They have everything. Okay, okay. okay. That, they have what, it all. That's what we need to get onto then, Mike, because we do. Yeah, we do a lot of UFC guests on here, and we like to bet on them. And Mike's wondering if he can do a single game because he's going to bet on the Canucks the rest of the season here, and uh, probably <laughs> pro- probably lose a lot of money. <laughs> well, I, I we we have George St. Pierre coming on this week, so make sure you follow on Twitter and, and do our stuff because he's going to give his picks, and he's a, he's a great dude. Obviously, he's not a bad fighter. No, not no, a bad he's fighter. pretty good. You're having uh, him on good. your show. Uh, he's no, doing, he's, he, he he's one of our partners on Bet Ninety Nine. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. yeah. We just had on great just dude. before you. 
just before your uh, you came on here, we had just had on Royce Gracie of uh, UFC. He was my original, 1993, living in Buffalo. I remember watching Royce Gracie and all those guys battle out the originals. Yeah, Fucking yeah. crazy, man. Like yeah, oh crazy. Yeah. By the way, get it out there. I will fight fucking Jose Canseco tomorrow with my hands and legs tied behind my back. And you heard it here, here first go. on I Only Touch Greatness. <laughs> I, I want, we're setting up that celebrity match, Canseco-Barnaby match. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> and then the, hey. the, winner, the winner gets Jake Paul. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <Perfect. laughs> Easy. <laughs> Uh, fought some. You got you fought some of the toughest guys in the league at the times you played. Brashier, Ray, Chara, Domi, um, Grimson, just to name some. Did some stick out more than the other? And were there any you went into were like, holy fuck, why am I doing this? Uh, all of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, all all of them. You you look at you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Uh, Peter Worrell, I'll add to that group. Uh, Chara, six nine, two sixty five. Uh, Stu Grimson. You're not going to beat them. Like, I, I played at 188, right? Like, I'm a little heavier now, as you can see. Um, but I, I played at 188. So the guys I was fighting was – those guys were 40, 50 pounds heavier. So tough. Great for their teams. But you knew going in you had to fucking – you had to pray and get, get, a, get a punch in. If you're fighting a guy 195, you're like – Fucking right. I get to lay I get to lay a beating tonight. And it didn't like the guys 180, 190 wouldn't fight me. But guys 210 to 250, fuck, they were all licking their chops. They're like, well, he's gonna fight me. Yeah. But the guys underneath wouldn't fight you. So it was kind of like catch 22. Like, I love to fight. I love it. I, I get scared like everyone else. It's nerve-wracking. But if I'm gonna fight a guy. I'm 47 years old. If a guy 180 wants to fight me right now, I'm fucking, I will walk down the street and pound the piss out of him. <laughs> now, he's 250. I know I'm probably going to get pounded. Yeah. Just the reality. <laughs> same, same, same thing as when I played. Chara, Grimson, you just had no chance. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. And I always remember you always had the big-ass smile on your face, and that used to drive everybody mental. Yeah. There's a few good fights where you were laughing the whole time. And we'll probably try to drop some highlights into this right here with you laughing while you're getting <laughs> in the fight. It might I think have been it was the... you. And, I, th I think it was you and Rob Ray actually. That's one what of I them. thought. You guys, yeah. just, you guys were just fucking chuckling while you guys were fighting. Yeah, we had some fun. We had some fun. Some uh, definitely disagreements, but hey, what are you gonna do? I love them. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. What do you think of that new Michigan or lacrosse goal? Hey, hey, I love it. It, it. It's skill, right? Like we're we're in a different level. Like we're not the skill level of the kids today, uh, as opposed to when I came up. They're they're so much faster, stronger, better than we were. Lynn, any any, I, I laugh at the guys from. I don't want to demean them, but the eighties and seventies and sixties. Oh my God, the hockey was so much better in nineteen seventy two. Fuck no. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me these kids are better than us 10 years ago 20 years ago i retired in 07 um i love watching it i love watching the skill level back between the legs pull it yeah. lacrosse goal whatever you want i love it I, I think it's awesome do you have a favorite sports movie 
I do. I do. It, it, it's probably going to disappoint you, though. <laughs> nope. nope. I've, I've heard them all. <laughs> okay. I, I'm a Kevin Costner fan. Oh, 10 Cup. Uh, so, dr- draft day. Oh. Okay. okay. Hey, it's okay. not bad. Oh. It's pretty good. I watched it recently. Yeah, I, I think you had like a curdling in your in your throat over there, Ryan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like your chest was like. Yeah, no, I, I'm a big I'm a big Costner fan. So much, so many. I love Blindside. I cry. I don't yeah. give a fuck. Um, but I, I love Draft Day, uh, Miracle. I, I played for Herb Brooks. Yeah. Uh, so so many great ones. But Draft Day is probably my favorite. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the night you fought Rob too was. Didn't you guys go out for dinner the night before that? Well, we went for dinner at my house. Um, I cooked it, or my wife cooked the dollar ninety nine pasta, and uh, I had the three hundred dollar bottle of wine. Uh, but besides that, no, 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 we didn't. We didn't meet. <laughs> it might, not, it might, might have been Brad May then that said that story. No, no, it was Ray. I'm pretty. No, sure. he. No, no. Rob, Rob came to the house the night before, and. Oh. We 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 had our battle, and he, he was he didn't do anything wrong. Like I was going to be an asshole, <laughs> and he had to defend his teammates. So yeah. it is of course, it is. of course. Uh, how's how's little Junior doing? By the way, he's good. He's good. Just got over a knee injury. Just got over COVID. Uh, but he he's doing good. He's I think he's averaging just over a point a game uh, where he's playing in Alabama. So. Like the SPHL where he plays, he was he had a full ride to uh, Penn State was supposed to be there, but he he turned pro instead. Not 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 much for school. Um, neither was I. Uh, but he's a really good <laughs> hockey player. He's, he's doing really really well. Just got over COVID, so to Matthew Junior, glad you're doing well. Um, he's doing well. He he should make the rise okay. up in the ranks very soon. Um, awesome. Awesome. We can't wait to see that. Did he have like a bad case of COVID or just like the, like, I know my brother had it and he's got just the no scent and no flavor at all. No taste. Yeah. It's funny. My, my daughter had, it had no symptoms, drank wine every single day um, and was quarantined, loved it. Uh, my son had a headache for like five days. We had like cold and chills for a couple of days, but for the most part, after like day four, he was totally fine. Oh, good, good. Um, do you have a personal highlight and a personal low light? Uh, personal highlight. Everyone always points to, you know, you're having a hat trick on Mother's Day in in the NHL, and that. Uh, for me personally, it, it's just getting drafted. It didn't matter what the number was. Uh, just getting drafted for me was was of significance. Uh, I was just so happy that my parents, my, my mom, my brother, my grandmother, my cousins got to see me get drafted in the NHL. Uh, I didn't know if it would evolve into anything more. Uh, but to me, that was probably my biggest, biggest highlight. Uh, low light, I would just say after, probably some of the decisions I made after playing. Okay. Um, where I, I, I don't say I regret regret them. I just feel sorry maybe for some of the people that I've affected, whether it be my son or my daughter, because those are the, 
as well as my girlfriend, the people I, I, I care for the most in the world, um, I don't believe in low lights or whatever, but maybe some of the decisions I've made uh, maybe cause them some embarrassment. So maybe that's it. That's it. Okay. Okay. That, that, hey, there's worse things that could happen than that. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. What was your What was your feud with Lyle Odeline? Uh, Lyle's a great guy. Now that I know him, he almost died a few years ago from a spinning that. cactus. Oh, really? Like he he almost, he almost died from a spinning cactus in uh, in Arizona. Uh, you know, we we just had a battle. He's a tough guy that battled hard for his team and. When we played against him, we were rivals, and he was in my face. I was in his face. Fucking great guy. Fucking. I love. I love. Just funny, right? Like <laughs> you hate a guy so much, and then you love a guy so much. Um, I hated him when I played against him. Love him now. You you can't meet a better guy. Did you have a go-to celly back in the day? Fuck! I didn't score enough goals. I scored a. <laughs> I, I keep celebrating my hundredth goal puck over there. Um. <laughs> I guess the pumpernickel, I, I, I jab it in here a little bit, maybe a roundhouse. Yeah. Okay, okay. What made you uh, hang him up in 2007? Fucking old. <laughs> old, man. Uh, concussions. I mean, the guys I had to fight, like I, I didn't get to fight guys my size. I wish I did. I would have retired. I'd, I'd still be playing now. Like, these guys, some of these guys suck still. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, for me, concussions, the last couple, um, I get punched in the, like get in the head and you couldn't feel your right eye. You couldn't see out of your right eye. Um, in the end, I was checking my son's scores and how my kids were doing in the locker room on the text, on the text from my ex-wife. Um, and when you, when you're checking texts in between periods, probably time to finish. Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. How did you enjoy coaching and broadcasting? Love both. Love both. Love broadcasting still, whatever I do with the betting world. Um, I, I, I just like people, I, I think, in general. I, I like kids and coaching. I think being able to enhance and, and, and teach is something I love to do. I'm, I'm doing a, a Zoom call tomorrow with a bunch of junior A kids. Uh, just teaching about where they are, COVID, pro, what to expect, all that. So I, I love that. And I love being able to uh, translate my experiences to these kids. Um, so coaching was, was unbelievable. The kids I got to coach, it, it's a forever bond, right? Um, uh, as for media, you know, I, I get to still give my opinion. Uh, I think the most important thing about being in the media is being honest to yourself, not, I can say this right, uh, there's no, not sucking dick or fucking being, a, being an asshole or like, I, I, I don't, I don't need the money in media. Right. So I, I can actually say what I think. Not a lot of people give their true perspective. They try to suck too much dick. Oh, it's true. It's true. They definitely like to hide behind the screen. That's for sure. Instead of just come out and say it like it is. Yeah. I got one more for me. Um, if you could, if you had to sing one song in karaoke, what song would you sing? 
Ice, ice, baby. <laughs> yeah, nice one. Not, e not even a question. First fucking song. Or Macklemore. Yeah. We'll go okay. we'll, we'll Vanilla Ice or Macklemore. Anything Macklemore, but then I love everything country too. So I'm all over the map, but um, I'll, I'll go back to my junior days with Ice, Ice, Baby. Okay. Good choice. Good hey, choice. Great song. Great song. Hey, Matt, I just want to uh, thank you so much uh, for taking the time for us today. We're huge fans of yours, and we have been your whole career, and you're an absolute beauty. Now we get to actually meet you and say that we got to talk to you and bullshit with you. I uh, appreciate the time, and, uh, yeah, best of luck for the rest of your life, my man. Hey, cheers, boys. Anytime. Let me know. Continue success. You guys are doing an awesome job.